0: Hello, welcome to episode four of Nightmare Cinema, uh, where we discuss horror films and decide whether they are indeed nightmare cinema or a certified nightmare. So this week's film is directed by Mike Flanagan, who also directed Doctor Sleep and one of Johnny's favourites, Ouija, Origin of Evil and also (laughs) Gerald's Game, which is based on a Stephen King um, novella or short story, I think. So it was written by Flanagan and his partner, Kate Siegel, who also stars. The film had a budget of a million dollars. It was premiered at the South by Southwest Festival in March 2016 and was released in April 2016 to Netflix. Uh, The interesting fact about this film is that it contains less than 15 minutes of dialogue, So if you've not guessed it already, we are indeed talking about Hush from 2016. And for those who've not seen it, this film is about a protagonist called Maddie, who is a writer who lost her abilities to hear and speak due to meningitis at the age of 13. So she looks to focus her career and as such moves out into the woods with her cat, Bitch. Um, everything is going along swimmingly it would seem she has a lovely neighbour named Sarah and then all hell breaks loose as she fails to hear the murder of Sarah right outside her door and then the killer turns his attention to Maddie dum 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 so I've seen this before John has never seen it up until recently and Johnny has some really strong feelings about this <laughs> I, had, I, had, I had seen it before you had yeah, but John hasn't. So William Friedkin, when he saw the film, he said, "Hush is a great horror film, terrifying." So, Gianni, what were your initial reactions when you first saw this film?
1: I honest to God, I've ordered this. Um, you picked. Um, you said you might do the strangers, which I remember enjoying. All this, which I remember not enjoying, and then you picked this and i was thinking oh maybe it's not as bad as i remember it is every bad bit as bad as i remember and then worse because i was looking at it with fresh eyes this time where to go for me it's like it's a gimmick and not a particularly good one it's like they've done they've done the the blind horror thing so they've done um like julia's eyes um films like that um, I'm not sure if the yeah, is lights out came out um, before or after this. Um, and there's one I believe um, where there's a sort of a horror film, horror thriller in um, that old army veterans' basement. Is that lights out, or is that there, there's there's a, there's a couple similar? Anyway, but but they've done that. People can't see, so let's bring up all these things, these other uh, elements. Which we can play into because the lead character can't see. They've they've done that. So now it's but it's Isn't that what all horror films do? No, because it's, I it's think
0: they have to have some sort of hook, some sort of gimmick, don't they?
1: Yeah, but this is just this is just flipped a gimmick. This is like, oh, instead of maybe blind, what if she was deaf and and can't speak? Okay, well,
0: let's come on to your feelings about the gimmick a little bit later. John, what were your initial reaction to the film
2: right i'm going to be i'm going to attempt to be positive with this as a as a million pound indie horror film it's very good i have to say i have to say it's so well made it's all uh well written the, the, the girl kate siegel she's she's really really good mm. uh, it's a, a hour and a half lesson in how to build tension it, it's it's you can't fault it on that and as as a film, as a as a small independent film, it's 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 does the job as you've said before. It's I like I liked it a lot. However, I don't understand for the life of me why they made her deaf and then didn't use that in almost any way. It was it it was I was all the way through it. I was just going, what's the point of her being deaf? Have they done it just so she can't hear that moment where the where her mate's being killed? And I was like. When it when it, the, the bet one of the finest scenes in it for me was when she's right at the beginning when she's cooking and then all of the they, they, they ramp up all of the sounds so it's dead in your fit well in your ears and dead clear, and then they, they take it all away and then you're in her world and you think, whoa, the difference is really striking there. And I thought that was gonna be it. I thought they were just gonna have a completely soundless film for the whole thing. That's that's what I wanted from that. I wanted. Can I just
1: say, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, not all the stuff about it being good and well-written and building up tension because it's not and it doesn't <laughs> and it's awful. However, um, <laughs> I think it, it does brilliantly introduce um, the deaf perspective. It has that overpowering uh, sense of, of sound and build-up. And then if they had been brave with this and made a film with almost at zero sound, that would have been could have more. been brave but i'm as you'll see throughout this every time this is a film which has so much opportunity to do something good something brave and it's just mired in absolute mediocrity it it does not have uh, the the strength to or or the bravery to be that film and it just gets stuck in the middle and no one will ever remember this because it is so boring and awful but it did have the chance john you're right to really knock people's socks off if they'd have made that film like you're saying completely different film and it might be brilliant but it's not yeah
2: here's here's brutal but it's called hush which which, which to me says They're going to put sound In this girl being deaf Front and centre Fair enough And it starts off And I remember texting you Sean off Well when, when that went on And I went Oh this 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 looks good This, And I thought that was going to be it I thought this was going to be A scary film Completely in silence And I was thinking How are they going to do this This is going to be really interesting And the next minute It all come back And I was like She's supposed to be deaf How can I relate to someone If we can hear everything that's going on Am I just being a cheerleader now And I was just like no, I,
1: I don't feel like, like they like, got the deaf thing and then like, just everything else followed
2: yeah it's called Hush It's the film is called Hush that means that the fact that she's deaf is front and centre they should be leading with that and she does it really well and some of the bits where he's, he's like knocking on the door and she's a mate's dying against the window spoiler alert dying against the window and she can't hear it, it, it really really worked and she's just sat there I mean she really really does it so well and I was just like, that's that's the film, those three, four moments of the film, not all the other running round, which is just like another fucking, another flipping there you go, slasher film. I was like, don't call it hush, don't have a death. So I completely
0: disagree with both of you. I think it to me it doesn't matter that we hear sound at all. Like, don't call a film "push" then. Well, I'm not deaf, and neither is most of the audience, so it doesn't really matter.
1: Also, ne- ne- neither is um, the lead actress, which, like, I don't give a crap about these sorts of things, really. But in this day and age, aren't we supposed to be casting people who are actually deaf in roles of deaf people? I'm, 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 I'm not saying that it's something that should be done. I just want to. Ask it for the for the sake of asking because I know there was a lot of controversy recently with Sia Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Made a film um about for autistic people. No one likes her anyway because she um, what's his name, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. She's she's disappeared (laughs) from Flavor of the Month now. Going back, no, I just thought I'd I'd ask the question and uh, see what you thought. When you look at look at the title, that's this is
2: my one huge problem with it. It it, it it tells you that it's going to put the fact that this girl is deaf first and it just doesn't do it it doesn't make anything of it couple of scenes and and they're done really well and this is what frustrates me so much about it because the scenes where they put the deaf um, factor front and centre they're really well done and it's never been seen before and that is now in a quiet place which is an infinitely better film because you they joking? use silence
1: oh it's miles better a, a, a quiet a quiet place is much better, and that's even not not great.
0: I can't, I can't do this with you two anymore. I, I can't. I just got. It.
1: They they got they got they they got a they got a run of the mill mediocre boring slasher film, and then went. What can we do to make this different? Oh, she's deaf that, Yeah, we'll that, tack that that's, on. That's There's your is. film, and then in garbage, it's... absolute garbage. I hate I I hate this film. <laughs> Sorry so much. So much I'm sorry. So,
0: Johnny, that brings me that brings me on to the to to one of my next points. So obviously this film has been described as part of the slasher subgenre of horror. But to me, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel that way. Um, it feels to me like it's got more in common with films like Panic Room. Um and I wonder whether the this actually belongs to a sub genre of horror called home invasion narratives. Instead,
1: what what do you guys think? This is not a slasher film to me. No, it's not. I'd actually written down um, intrusion film. I was trying to I was trying to think of the right word. Yeah, it does. There's obviously that there must have been a, a reason. Sort of you put this in, in strangers in the same boat. Um, yeah. So this this for me is an intrusion film. Um, I understand that he what well, he can't come in because of the the house alarms, which will go to the police if you like. He can't break through the glass, can he? That that
2: was another thing. That was like that alarm. You know the flashing thingy alarm. <clears throat> that's it. Seems to me like they said, "Oh, we need something for the end. Let's make a deaf." So she's got one of these. That's that's it just it. served no. Her being deaf had no other relevancy to the entire thing, other than that alarm. And a few other scenes. They should have put that. But she's she's not just deaf,
0: is she? She can't she also can't speak or mm. scream. She's got yeah. vocal, but did, vocal but part even of Paralysis. So that, yeah, that part of it does feed in quite a bit. The
2: film. Yeah. It's it just it it, it just wasn't enough. The bits, the bits where it does, the one bit every three hours or whatever it felt like. It, it, it just wasn't enough. The whole the whole film. For me, I mean, if you're going to do this, you've got to do it properly, and the whole film should have been from her perspective, and it should have been in complete silence, and you should have had every every five seconds something kicking off that would have normally made a I huge agree. noise.
1: Totally, and yeah, oh my that's, god, I that's hush.
2: Should... That's that's Mental. the film hush. That's how it's packaged. That it's it's a liar. It is a liar. It says, look, we're different. We're called hush. We 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 do things this is a deaf girl come into our world. Oh no, you're just the same as all the others. Literally the same as all the others. Oh no, we'll put a deaf alarm in the end. That makes us different again. Welcome to the world of Bush. Piss off.
1: I did, I, I remember being, when it first came out, I remember being excited to to see this. um, And then I was just, just disappointed. I hoped that it was sort of, I, I got it wrong the first time, like as happens with some films. But uh, yeah, I just, just couldn't, There was there was, for me, there was, no tension at all because they didn't, they they didn't use the gimmick they went for properly. And it was just every, every and everything was just recycled, boring garbage. There was nothing in that film. I haven't seen dozens and dozens and dozens of times for, you know what this, this was more like, it was like a remake of sort of Halloween or something. Which which are just, just one of those garbage remakes that just recycles everything. It was awful. It was so bad. Don't get me started on the, the characters. The that the the baddie is was awful, just cringe worthy, poorly written. Tosh. Poorly
0: written? What do you mean? He doesn't have a character. That he doesn't it doesn't Ex- exa- Exactly.
1: Exactly. And there's
0: nothing to Michael Myers, and he's one of the horror icons. He just walked around with a white
1: face up. Exactly. He's written, there's a difference between Michael Myers and this bloke who takes off his mask after about 10 minutes. Yeah. And then his dialogue is just, it was like it was written by someone in our screenwriting class. (laughs) <laughs> Mention no names, guys. Mention no names. No, no, but you know what I mean. i like, not be mentioning no. Mine. You know what I mean, like uh someone that does no work and then turns up and does it on the morning. Wow! And it's like, yeah, people <laughs> like, like you. Be- yeah, people <laughs> speak like this in this situation. It's like, no, no one ever does that. No one. This isn't the way real people talk. So I- shut up. Yeah. I have <laughs> to say, it
2: did. It did demote the um the deaf thing to a gimmick. It really did. It was just. Every time they seem stuck for something to do, I oh, will bring the deaf thing into it. That was what it felt like with me. I, do you know what? This, I, I like films like this. I like a little claustrophobic in, indie flicks like this that are in one location and it's just one thing after another. But the way that this did it, it was just frustrating and awful. It was just every 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 major decision they had to make... Apart from two or three, they made the wrong one every single time. I don't know if they're just trying to be clever,
1: but it, did, it didn't work. It really didn't. The, the baddies, um, he, he, you know what he looks like after about five minutes. There's no tension. There's there's no unease with the mask. Like it, it's, it's Jim from the newsroom as well. <laughs> it's like it's like him taking his mask off and it's sooty. It's like, oh, well, that's what's, he's the nicest guy in the world in the newsroom. I understand. I understand. Wait, no, I had not but I mean, he just, it's, there's no tension there because you know what he looks like. There's no, none of that sort of faceless thing that you get obviously all the way through with the likes of Michael Myers. Um Still, still totally different. It, and it's just, yeah, I understand why he does. He takes it off because he wants her to know that he doesn't care that That's, that he that knows was what she looks so like. Early. Yeah, it was Um because and he's, he's going to kill and, her anyway. And it wasn't, but, the payoff
0: was I don't think enough. that
2: was too alienable it was brilliant. It should it should have been more memorable. I did like the way he had absolutely no motive and he's just going around and I like the way that he put the, the notches on his crossbow thing. I did like that I do like it I do like a loon that goes around and does things for absolutely no reason because it's kind of how I feel sometimes so that was
0: the next point I was going to come on too. Um so yeah the killer doesn't apparently have a motive um really similar to films like Halloween um, especially the original Halloween and this new bloody 2018 timeline, which completely abolishes all of the work that came before. Not that I'm bitter about that at all. Um, so, if you if you think about how the film sets this up, this guy didn't just come for Maddie. He went to Sarah, the neighbor's house first. So, what do you think? He, was he just walking through the woods trying to find people to kill or do you think there's like something unexplored there or maybe a missed opportunity?
1: Literally, I hate this film. Missed opportunity. I hate this film so much that I just, I you know, but on a serious note, this film disinterests me so much that I have absolutely no thoughts or care in the slightest amount what his backstory is you know what i mean i'm not being i'm, I'm, I'm starting to think you don't like this I'm, film, I'm not, right, I'm, 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 I'm not being awkward because i really enjoyed <laughs> throwing this absolute bile out about this film but you know you know in some films where at least and you go oh, i wonder you know why why would why would someone do it texas chainsaw those sorts of things I think this is about the fourth or fifth week in a row. I brought up Texas Chainsaw, but (laughs) you know, you know when when it's. I do think it's very interesting the way that people, you know, just just do stuff just because. Like we need to talk about Kevin, not strictly a horror film, but you know those sorts of things are are very interesting. Um, The the unknown of of uh, a character, um, which I suppose you can ruminate on in this film, but I just really don't want to. Because okay. I know, I know, that I don't think the, the film, the film does not deserve to have my interest any longer than the, however the many. love this podcast. The, yeah, the length of the film,
2: <laughs> and every John, torturous minute. <laughs> I, I, I actually thought that he, he, apart from the way he looked, which just didn't pay me off in any way. He pulled his mask off, and I was just like, "Oh, for fuck's sake." But I did like some of the things about him. I like I like the as I said I like the notches on his crossbow, which mm-hmm. was about eight or nine. So he's not he's he's prolific at this, and it reminded me that bit there made me think of Funny Games, um, mm-hmm. and I know you touched on it. I think you texted me the other yeah. week and yep. asked me about it. There's two versions of Funny Games. It's exactly the same film. It's just one's in English and one's not, and um, both of them have death metal on the soundtrack. Just saying. Um, and it's just about these two lads who go from house to house, just playing these sadistic games. But the way that they do it in that, it is the one of the most engrossing and terrifying things you ever, ever, ever witnessed. It's so subtle, and it builds and builds and builds until this horrific thing at the end. This, this again, and this is where the frustrations come in. This could have done so much more with this. Just, I, I, the, he was a completely vanilla bad guy and everything that they they could have gone so much deeper with him and they could have had him so much more sadistic and it's just a massive massive missed penalty huge it, it hits the fucking corner flag this and you I tried to like it I tried to, to and I, and I do appreciate it I really do I just can't ignore it's so Many of the flaws in it, and half-assed character design is one of them. And he is a basically a blank canvas with everything available, and they just they go they they draw like a sun a sun in the corner of the the canvas, and that's it. It's 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 just not all that. I mean, like not as in as mentally. There's it's half a character. It's so there's so much more room for him to to show what he is and they just don't do it and it's good at first because you you thinks to yourself we're going to find out more and more about him and i don't want to know his life story i don't want to know who was refused the breast as a child and all that i just want to know something about him and i don't want to know if he had a bad relationship with his dad just tell me that he's done this before stand at the window and tell me I know, but tell me why. In Con Air, it done it. He's
0: got thirteen notches. I know, but I want to. I want to
2: know how sadistic he is. Con Air is a good example of this. And he, uh, when that Garland Green is just sat next to Nicolas Cage, and he says like, "One state, um, one, one time, one girl that I, I killed, I rode through three, drove through three, three states, wearing her head as a hat." It is the most chilling thing. Ever he's Steve Buscemi is amazing in that film. Mm. Have Steve Buscemi in this, and we've got a film, we've got a real film. Have him say stuff like that. He knows he can't hear it, and he and even just look at sit, stand at the door and look sadistic like that instead of looking like you're waiting for a Starbucks coffee. It's just, i <sighs> just so half assed and it's so frustrating because it could have been so special, it really could have, and that's what it does me head in about it even i mean the, the, the what's what's the name Kate? that's not her name, is it maddie, maddie. she's 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 semi well done you can see that a little bit of time has gone into that. I like the relationship that she has with her sister and the relationship that she has with the parents and I love that letter that you know that quick description that she writes on the computer mm. and that she put died fighting at the well, end can, can I just
1: say upon that that was a tiny chance of reprieve if she had gone right. I'm gonna die. I'm just gonna do a mass description because I'm a writer. Do a massive description about him, um, and then so he comes in, kills her, and then they manage to find her, uh, uh, find him at the end because of what she's done. Yeah, that's that's, that's, it that's again. the ending. But no, what happens is she does that, and then that's forgotten about. Because I can't then, even then, remember how we because guys. then she had forgotten about because she killed him because, because then he did. it's it what oh, it's garbage. Not with you too? Because that was, could have been a, a reprieve. That's the thing we're fine with this film. Every chance it has a t- chance, every time it has a chance to reprieve itself, it just decides, like, John, it goes down the wrong, wrong fork in the road. And the thing is, what happens after is just exacerbates it even more because she does that. And then she, she goes, All right, no, let's hide in the bathroom. And then he breaks in and is behind her. And then she turned into fucking Neo from The Matrix. because she can feel a little brush of, No absolute crap
2: if okay, the, okay, if the, okay, if the okay. film they didn't
1: they, didn't, no,
2: they didn't plant any kind of kind uh, what, what's it called like heightened sense she dodged, sort she, of stuff she dodged, anywhere in it until then she dodges then. a knife if they had done that from like
1: an like, HOA no take
2: take take all of the sound out of the film and mm. make it and this is where filmmaking would have to be on a level that we've never seen before and this is what would make the film uh, an absolute mm. classic Take all of the sound at it, but make us feel the sound. And that's that's your filmmaking gift. If you can do that, you'd probably be one of the greatest directors has ever been. And this film would have been a masterpiece. I can't exactly think off the top of my head how I'd do that, but I would try. But that's the difference between me and this half ass bunch of half ass artists. I would try. I would give it a go. And I would earn respect for giving it a go. Not every... like serious decision getting it wrong which is what but
1: yet again like every other thing in this film it chooses not to be brave it chooses to be bland and boring do stuff we've seen a million times before how has he killed what 13 other people thought he can't kill a deaf girl who can't scream why are they weaker than people who aren't deaf well she doesn't know he's coming she does because she well apparently so (laughs) yeah apparently she can feel his breath on the back of her neck which is fair, but to to I think do- anyone can dodge. feel
0: anyone's breath on the back of the neck. Well, but,
1: However, but to touch a to knife and then in the neck,
0: no. Going back to one of your points before, all the way through the film, I was thinking she'd feel the vibrations of that. She'd feel the vibrations of that as well. When Sarah is getting killed at the door, and a, a body is basically getting thumped up against, I felt the, the witch, same. When I was watching, it, I was thinking that is, it looks sexual. Was that just me? Yeah.
1: Anyway, so, so, <laughs> moving on.
0: So she would feel that vibration. Of course she would. Like, if, if someone knocked on my window in the, the living room, I, please don't, um, if they did, I would probably <laughs> feel it through the walls, wouldn't I?
1: Don't know, me they they, they no, just yeah. obviously just pick pick and choose. It's like what, what I said yeah. before. When if, she's, yeah. If, 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 if what, you can't kill her and she's deaf, You know, so he can't apparently, she can't apparently hear him doing anything like that. Then, how has he killed like 13 other people before? Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's just an ambiguous
2: question. And you, you kind of go, you don't go, how has he done it? You just go, he has done it. Yeah. But going back to what Sean's just said then, that's the film I wanted to see. No sound, but feel it, feel what's going on. And she should have had these it would have given us an insight into the heightened senses that she's got because if she's been deaf since 13, even if she's she's been kind of trained like Daredevil or something, she's going to have some sort of heightened senses because that's what happens. So take all of the sound out of it and feel feel what's going on. That's, that's the film I thought I was going to see and I was very excited for that. And this is, don't get me wrong, this is all right. If you want a vanilla film, which is just, an hour and a half of oh that was good and then you get up and do something else this is the film for mm. you but if you actually want to be entertained and you're actually into horror and scary moments and stuff and original really kind of creative filmmaking this could have been it but it's not sadly it's just not
0: yeah and then yet yeah, t- again going back to that point where she can feel his breath on the back of her neck like one, a window has just been smashed, so she'd probably feel the breeze from outside because she already had the coat on from before because it was cold. And then the glass shattering into the bath, she would feel that as well, surely, if she didn't feel the breeze, which she would have.
2: Well, you, you can say that to almost everything that goes on in this film because she she would have very, very heightened senses, as I've said, and she'd feel a lot more. And uh, do you know what? I'm going to write. I'm, I'm going to do it i'm gonna do a short film and say dear hush this is what you should have done there you go problem solved my gift to you yeah why why they didn't do it i i reckon they, they they must have gone in there with the intention to do that whether the studio said we're not going to take a risk on that because a million pound is a lot of money mm. and it's a big risk for a film like that but because like, it does it does have a a, a whiff of overrulment in it because so many of the kind of sequences and scenes are very conflicted so I don't know if they've wanted to make that film and they've been kind of shackled and held back but um, they should have just made it because that, that, that was the film I wanted to see that was the film I thought I was going to see mm. and I'm angry because I didn't so now I'm going to make it
1: mm. add it to the list wow Johnny looks bored. Okay, can I can I say some things I liked about it? Oh, well, we have yeah, there's it's limited, so it was it shouldn't be shouldn't, shouldn't go over. Yeah, <laughs> one for minute. Um, I thought the lead, the lead was very good. Oh, I've seen her in other stuff, and she, she's she's very good. So I think John, when you maybe spoke about how well that character's written, I think you've given it uh, too much credit to the writing. Uh, I think it was probably more her that actually brought the character to life. Um was the scene, the scene sort of early ish on when um he's using a dead friend's arm to tap the window, which I thought was quite good. I don't know if it's done before, but I I thought that was that was quite good. But again, you can hear the tapping and you shouldn't have been able to, um, because she can't, but again, we've we've had that sort of discussion um as another way of doing it. Um there's another scene, there was um where a friend, John, or a neighbor, John. Um yeah comes into it and i thought the way that he was killed was quite good again don't know if it's been done before spoiler alert but when he sort of looks towards the window and then he just gets like in the neck
2: yeah i did i did kind of like that that was again the death thing coming in because she couldn't yeah
1: understand what was going on and he was just about to caution was not But uh, the thing also was that was nicely done and then they just dragged it out they just kept it going they they just did they just overdid it and he was like, oh, he, then now he's up in rugby tackling him, and now he's gonna 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 strangle him. And then the the baddie just does this monologue, boring monologue written by a 14-year-old boy who's just watched uh, you know, too many action films going, oh yeah, two times out of ten, maybe I'll win this fight. It's like, shut that fuck up, you awfully <laughs> written cretin, getting a hole. Um <laughs> okay. Sorry. So and, we
0: went from what you like to and, but, no, what you really dislike, well,
1: well, and then um, again, the, I, I thought it, a callback, um, which was quite clever. Maybe um, the way the way that she plays out the different endings in her head, because that's what she does with the books. However, um, it's just so absolutely nowhere near enough to do anything for this film. It's a nice moment uh, in a, a swamp of garbage um, the, the, the writer's narrative in her head which um, was was a nice bit a nice idea but just doesn't have the the strength to save this woeful film um, and maybe it's, it's something they could have done again I mean I suppose I then probably would have accused that of being gimmicky but um, before every sort of action in the film if she'd had a narrative of stuff in her head where she could sort of throw into the future in her mind uh, what was going to happen if you know what I mean, and then before she took an alternate path. Mm. Um, I think that is a
0: really nice touch to the film. However, when she talks about her writerly voice at the very start of the film to her neighbour, Sarah, she says that yeah. the voice she hears is her mum's voice. So then why would she be yeah. herself?
2: Yeah, I was I was just about to say that then. That that should have... In my, my perfect hush film with all the silence... You just hear a mum's voice as her own. There's there's that another film, another much, much stronger version of this that doesn't really show deaf people as kind of helpless. Which I just think more helpless, I should say. Um, or I just I just think that they all they do is take her hearing away. She doesn't have any of the kind of extra factors that come with that, as I've said, the heightened other awareness and senses. She just can't hear. That's all it is. Deaf, deaf isn't the fact that you can't hear. I know this sounds a bit weird. It's not. It's a whole. It's it's a life, and you adapt to that life. And this was just a girl who couldn't hear. And it was one of the things again that was just in a film of half half, half arseness was another half ass thing. Do some research. Okay. So- think about think about um, Daredevil who's who's blind. And he, he's not just a fella who can't see; he is a blind man, and it's done so well, and to the point where they've actually made one of the one of the finest TV series I've ever seen out of it, because they know what goes with it, and then they ramp it all up to so it's a comic book film, and that's
1: how you do it. I think they just seem to flip between her being superhuman and being helpless. I didn't see a bit any superhuman. We, we, what, when she dodged the knife? What she did that. was move her shoulder, to be fair. No, never happened. She absolute. did, like, do the, the Absolute, absolute. Thing. She basically did. Absolute. <laughs> did so,
0: Johnny, you're going to agree, disagree with my next point.
1: I've disagreed with all of them.
0: Polarizing this one. You have. So you're going to disagree yeah. with the next one. Um, this, to me, was a very, very tense film. And I can tell... Um, that film has made me really anxious because at the end, like my arms are sore and my hands are sore because I've been like this, like squeezing and tensing off, like my shoulders and everything.
1: So, Johnny, you don't think it was a tense film? Tell me why there was why. less there was less tension in this than there was in any of the home alone films. This was home alone for this dummies. Would be good. Yeah, I was already oh, he saw you he saw you saw, saw the guy's face. Um <laughs> It just it just takes it totally out of, you know, how we talk about when you can put yourself in a film. This, for me, was, it sounds deaf, but never more than just a, a film, just a silly little film that I had the misfortune to watch again. Um, it, it just, I, it, it, and it recycled so much. It recycled and used so much that's already been done before. I know a lot of films do, but there's something about this film just, an amalgamation of everything together. Um that it just just did nothing new. Um and then there was so much interaction with with the with the body. And not only that, you felt like the body was just a clown. Um or he wasn't scary. So there's less tension there. You can see his stupid face from the get go. There's a bit where he's at the bottom of the ladder, sort of onto the roof, and she's at the top with a crossbow. And then she runs away. He starts climbing the ladder and she runs away when she's already kicked him down before. I just really don't understand that. She could have, You know what I mean?
0: Well, there are a few reasons there. One, she'd been shot in the leg with an arrow and she punched him down the first time. She wants to get inside the house with his weapon, with the crossbow, so he's not... Well, I know he's got a knife, but he's not got his crossbow. Um... That's what I thought, and then she's got something to actually use against them. Do you think it would have been more tense if he kept his mask on and he
1: never spoke throughout the whole thing? Yeah, maybe, but I mean, you know, marginally. Yeah. Go ahead, John.
2: would it just would have. Just I, I don't think that. I think that the fact that it was quite tense—it was one of its saving graces. I would have probably turned it off if it wasn't as tense as it was. It's—it's a—it's a lesson in how to make it make tension in film. It's really, really, really good at that. Even with the the bland bollocks characters it's got in it, you still care in the places you're supposed to care, and you still worry about it. Um, he's shit, but bits of him are shit. But
0: I don't. I, I, I don't get it I don't get the hate I don't think he's I don't think he's shit like he does what any other killer in
1: a horror film does exactly but he's uh, there's a bit um where for some reason John believes that he's a police officer despite him having oh, before he <laughs> before, before he tells him this story that, he's, that he woke up and had his badge in his gun you've got no ID you've got no gun he's holding a flashlight so he makes him get down the ground with a flashlight I know you could it's argue beautiful. that oh it's yeah, no uniform, no cop car, um, massive, not that this, you know, matters really anymore, but massive neck tattoo, looks like a thug. You know, you wouldn't, you know, I can understand having the flashlight in your face would make you think someone's got a gun as well, but no. I, I don't actually,
2: yeah, it was It was one of the things that if if, if I workshopped it in uni, Mr. Walking would have a problem with it. He'd kick off big time but I think the way that they did it in this I don't I don't think I actually minded it it was a bit silly but it was kind of believable the way that it subtly he subtly kind of got onto it and then he was eventually going to knock him yeah. him on the head until obviously what happened happened and I did I didn't mind that because he he, he was he wasn't in any other film, he would have been just a dickhead who just went along with it. But he kind of got onto it straight away, and he was doubting him, and he was questioning him. And I kind of liked that because I, 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 you learned a bit about um, Mr. Villain as well. And um, uh, not much, but another missed penalty. But then, and then, the, the, when Maddie knocks on the window and it all goes to shit. I didn't actually mind that I thought it was alright Maddie was a little bit
0: too long At that point I was Very angry with her Because she, His back was to the window If she'd have stopped And looked for a second Without slamming on the glass She'd have seen that He had a rock in his hand
2: Yeah his but that's that's, that's, my, that's our problem with the film It just wasn't thought through it was just, what can we do now? Oh, let's get the deaf girl to to ruin everything. And it happened time and time and time again. And we're supposed to excuse her behaviour because she was deaf. Deaf people don't act like this. Deaf people don't do this. <laughs> it's it's just a girl who can't hear. That's all it is.
0: I don't even know it's, what your point is there. Neither do I. To be honest,
2: she just doesn't. She just wouldn't do that. She just. It just. It's just poor writing. It, it, it the film for me tries to make me go make me excuse all of her weird actions by the fact she's deaf and it
0: doesn't it's I don't just, think it does I don't think it does attempt to do that I think that's it, your mind I, th-
1: I think I think I think I think the film what it could have done um, had it kept to its potential strengths had it run with its potential strengths is is, is to show that it would be good to show that it, it does you know, it doesn't matter if you're deaf, deaf people are strong and able to, as obviously they are. But I think what it does instead, uh, rather than be a be a film that sort of champions, you know, deaf people in, in adversity, it just uses it as a gimmick. It's because there's no kind of
2: relevancy to her being deaf, other than her fucking things up every once in a while there's no kind of kind of even the remotest hint to her being deaf that it's it's other other than occasionally thwarting some sort of positive thing I'm going on one yeah I'm
0: I'm still not sure what your
2: point is it's it's right wait two seconds (laughs) neither am I (laughs) right it's 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 because there's no tangible kind of relevancy to her being deaf. There's no kind of what what am I how am I trying to say this here? I'm trying to say it in a way that isn't greatly offensive as well. Um,
1: it, no, no, you don't have to be offensive. It seems it's like it's like when I said it bef- seems before to, it's like surely
2: it on. seems to focus on the, the, the deaf the deaf. Aspects of her life being a negative too much, and it doesn't see how cap- show us how capable she is because she lives. She, she must be doing something right. She lives in a dead nice house in the middle of the woods. She must be successful. She must be owning life. So I, we just I just didn't see it. I just didn't see her thriving, even with the writing. She must be doing okay because she's doing full time writing in a house like that. So she must be very very successful. And it just seemed like I th- you sit there and you go, "How the fucking hell do you live on your own, love?" Like, you just, for want of a better word, fucking useless. She's not, though. but
0: but it, at all in any it, single it, way useless. It,
2: she, she just seemed to 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 get in the way. She just seemed to be a problem all the way through it, except for the end when she heard the breath, felt the breath on her neck, and I just thought, empower her, give her some fucking. I think you're wrong. I think
0: she was empowered completely. She kills the bad guy.
2: She, I mean, and she tries if, her best if you to get away it, from.
0: Which, what else could you do?
2: If you saw her empowerment, then you didn't. I, I want more. I want more. I wanted to thrive. You can't show someone thriving in a film that is shot in,
0: you know, like real time.
1: I dis I disagree um, a bit, John. Actually, for oh the my first God. time. Um, no, because I do think I think the performance was strong, um, and I do think she's quite a strong character. I think it's probably the only salvageable piece about this this film. No, there was
2: it, it, it was a good performance and a good character. It's just the things that she did. There was more the writing. It's just yeah, but that's not that's not
0: the fact that she is a deaf person. That yeah. is what people in horror films do. The thing so why that is makes you go, Hush? why
2: are you doing these things? <laughs> Don't I've, I've, I've just done I, d- don't put the fact that she's deaf front and center and then use it as a negative all the way through
0: It's not it so is that's just that's just how the film is. she's deaf, she can't hear them that's it
1: yeah I don't think it's a negative all the way through Oh I do I mean like it, it going, like back to what i said i i don't I think it's fair to say that two people the exact same, but one of them's deaf is it it must surely be easier to kill the deaf person because you've got that advantage over them. And that's not to say that a deaf person, you know, know, is is invalidated because of that. It's just, you know, it's the same same with with one of those films where someone's blind and can't see. The the hunter, the the villain's got an advantage over her. If she was kind of
2: recently deaf, then I'd get it a lot more. But she's been living with her since she was 13. She'd She'd probably have more of a grasp on life than me. It's not hard, but I just, I just, I just thought it was kind of, and I know, don't get me wrong, being it's, it is, I can't even imagine how difficult it must be, but it was just too much of an affliction. And I, just, I just think that the, the death thing was used too much as an affliction, and there was no kind of, I don't want to say positives, but there was no other side of the coin with a.
1: And I, you, wanted, I wanted, you wanted it to be a superhero. I didn't it.
2: want it to be a superhero. I just wanted it to be capable, and she just didn't strike. Me she was capable. capable. Wasn't capable
1: oh enough. Oh my
0: god! You are a mental person.
1: She she did kill the bad guy in the end. She had those. She had that spider sense reflex to move out of the way of the knife. She does
0: everything she can to get out of the situation. Like literally, you, John, is this just can. going
1: back to when she lets the dinner burn? I feel like it is. I've got a grudge against Cause, them cause, us I, the letters in the band. Because I do that all all the time. It just And apparently I've got all of my senses. It just,
2: just frustrates me because every every scene I was watching, I was thinking of five things I could do better. I could do better. And it just, that was the, the film all the way through. And I just wanted her to be stronger. And I don't want, I don't mean stronger as in facing this guy. I mean, stronger as in not, not being as meek as she is. And that that's what did me she, head in. she did pull an arrow out of her leg. I
0: think that is I, I feel like we have not watched the same person yeah because there is nothing mm. neat about
1: her i i I think he's not the dinner thing but are he going back to when she just doesn't see the rock in that guy's hand and then distracts him because i prob- I probably wouldn't see that I don't think many people would see that and that's that's a, a vision anyway but as as
2: Sean said she wouldn't just run up to the window and do that. She'd she'd be more much more controlled. Don't know in that. And she'd probably woke I mean, up hope. and look. It don't don't. But then yeah, in that situation, yeah. it's
0: just what, it's, what, it's what, just what?
2: things like that. I mean, I know it's it's it is a, a a little thing. You know what I'm like with the little things. They, they consume me, and it's that that's why I take away from from films sometimes. But I just wanted it to be s- s- stronger. I wanted it to be kind of like much more stronger but then this thing happens and she has to overcome it but she has her own way of overcoming it this was just it it just it just didn't do it for me it just it all i was watching when i was when i was watching it was a thousand missed opportunities walking out the door and it, it, it made me angry because she's great don't get me wrong she really is a good actor i don't know what else she's been in but She's, she's really really good in uh, Haunted of Hill House
1: and, and Blind Manor oh Lanner that's where I know her from I, I only so watched there's like, a film called Puke in My Mouth Oh, nice can we do that one next week <laughs> I don't know if it's a
0: horror film like, well. but, um, she was in Oculus as well also the same director as
2: this I think I think he wrote it as well didn't he
0: yeah so maybe you've just got a problem with Mike Flanagan yep John the fact okay. is rubbish I'm glad we've cleared that up so for you, John, you, when Johnny was talking to us about tension before and he was saying there wasn't any, me and you look really, really shocked. Yes. What do, you, do, do you think it is a tense film?
2: It's, it's one, that, that, that to me, is, as I said before, that to me is it's saving grace. I think it's one of, it's a lesson in tension. When you take away all of my other foibles and you leave it with that, it's a great film.
0: It's, it, it, so how do you think it achieves that level of tension and sustains it for an hour and 21?
2: It's it's every every everything to do with the um the kind of slow build up. I mean, the the moments he's taking pictures of her with her own phone. Oh, sick! Uh, that that still freaks me out a bit. They should have maybe lingered on that a bit more because that was really kind of though, wasn't it? Um And I just think it jumped from that a bit too quick. But um, I actually agree with you there. Surprisingly, just a second. Let's just save both
0: of us. (laughs) Then I agree. I think it should have lingered with. There should have been a bit more of a game playing at the start, rather than. But that moment where the last picture is of her leaning into a laptop, like what the fuck is going on? And when she goes to the door and he's just stood there, like Hannibal Lecter in *Silence of the Lambs* is amazing, absolutely amazing. But sorry, carry on. It
2: is good, and then. It's 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 too soon after that that he the mask comes up, but it it still it still manages to save it by, like, him like the hair writing on the window and stuff, and you and him him watching her, and that if he keeps his mask on and watches her through the window, that's so creepy, that's so, but this guy's face doesn't is not as scary as that mask. So it loses itself, loses a bit of the momentum in that, and then but he's su- he's supposed to just look like a nobody, isn't he? Yeah. And the moments that, where she gets point. out of the house and she's trying to get back in, your fucking heart's going on one like, and you, you, yeah, because you really care about it. You really, really care about it. That one bit that it gets right. <clears throat> so when she kind of does a little escapes and comes back, and it's the, the, the your heart just blows up and it does that really really well it's just a shame that it doesn't do anything else really really well
0: or well so Johnny this Mm. might be difficult for you but what was your favourite scene from the film
1: oh yeah those I mentioned before um yeah the the John the scene where John dies starts off well and then goes downhill um the, the scene with the dead friend tapping the windows was good um and I uh yeah, I I, I sort of like I like the call back to that sort of the writer's narrative, even though they got it all wrong because it's her doing it and not her mom. Again, mm-hmm. probably just so she had some lines in the film. Maybe she got a bit more money for that <laughs> or something. I don't know. But you just see all oh, like so we could hear her talk and be like, Oh yeah, she can't you know, it's like so yeah. what, you know, um Oh sorry, you said favourite scene, didn't you? Yeah. They're all turning into my most yes, fan. Uh, most, <laughs> most hated, hated scene. I thought the narrative was good. Um the writer's narrative scene, but uh yeah, I instead, sorry, and, I've just, yeah, Does this and I've just have just an answer, Johnny? <laughs> I've just remembered as well. Um you know the, the the death the death scene where spoiler she obviously well we already said she she kills him um with a cork corkscrew that must have been the three millionth time that I've seen that death. John, what was your um, favourite? Well, mine, I mentioned it before, but mine was
2: the the, the, the great kind of excitement for me, the, the moment of excitement in the beginning when she's cooking and all of the, the sounds are really, really heightened. And then it just goes to silence. And I just thought this this could be something special and it's it's the one scene that stuck with me throughout the whole thing mm. it's the one memorable scene I've got from Um, I just think that is the film that they should have made if they just stopped it there that would be a better film than what we ended up with Matt. do you
1: remember that scene in Strangers where uh, fairly early on before we've been introduced to them and um, so um, it sort of pans around a house that lived Tyler yes Pans around the house um and then you don't see anything and she's sort of in the backdrop and then it pans around again and in the doorway is I think um is it Killian Murphy? I don't know it's Killian Murphy yet. With the sack on. With the sack on, it's fucking horrifying. <laughs> it is. And there was nothing in this film that came anywhere close to anything like that, horror-wise, mm. tension-wise. This it's a film that it just it suffocates it suffocates any small good thing that it did
2: I don't understand how you can say it's not tense because that's one thing it got right it really did it really
0: is I mean my favourite scene is the where she shoots him with the crossbow she's finally got it in Mm. Um, she shoots him in the shoulder Mm. and he pulls it out and has no problem with it however Um, she drops it and then she she reaches back through the patio door Yeah. yeah And he slams! Oh my God! He slams yeah, that the hand and all breaks right. all of her fingers with his foot. It is horrendous, and she can't
2: scream. Yeah, that I was just about to say. Then that the 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 way that they handled that was very 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 good. Oh, the it sound like, of the crack. But they should. What they should have done again is they should have done that in silence. Make us feel those cracks instead. Mm. I don't know how you do it. Don't ask me how you do it. If you give me a week and like a hundred grand, I'd probably have an answer for you. But um, well, you'd still have to do it with sound, but it's about you. You can do you can do it kind of like you'd have like a numb, like a like a muffled crack sort of thing, like. And you you, you hold a camera on her arm so you can see like, but that's 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 what we should have had. That's the film we should have had—a completely silent film where the only you, you, we try and make everyone feel the sound, and that's what I thought with that excellent fucking excellent kind of sequence where it does, the sound just disappears. As soon as her friend disappears, that's it. She would be back back in her silent world and all of this should happen in her silent world. And that's that's the film I thought we were going to get. But I, I, it's every time I think of scenes like that and then I think of scenes like, well, others, other scenes imagine imagine if they got it right and they'd done that it was all in silence and you had to feel those sounds that's a film that's that's mm. what I wanted fuck it that it didn't do that for me yeah no I and and I don't like how <laughs> and I don't so, like how helpless she was that's the word I was trying to think of before but I know yes
1: yeah, actually that is my favourite scene when, when you do get that sensory overload at the start um, and then copycat well I think I think we both identified <laughs> the only good part of the film so <laughs> well, well,
0: well done us. Well. Well, us so let's skip to the ending of the film um, I wish I had <laughs> so she is uh, visions going blurry, fingernails are turning blue because she's lost that much blood then he gets into the house obviously through the window she either dodges him or is Neo according to Johnny at, at
1: the end at the end does he just not care about what because he was being so careful about not setting off an alarm or anything or not breaking the glass and playing this cat and mouse game. Then he just hoised the door, hoised the window through. I don't think there is an alarm on the door. I don't know where you got that from. Because he kept on tra- trying, to, trying to trying to get in. It might be, might be something that I've gone wrong, but he kept trying to get in and then then, then stopping. And that's, that's fine. He does say to her, like, I can get in. But he can't, can he- Well, yeah,
0: because he did.
2: Yeah, I think he's just I think he just wants to terrorise her. I think he's just literally wants to terrorise her. Like I think he he know he can just smash the window as he does. When he's finally ready to go and finish her off, um, he'll go and do it. But he, he I think he wanted to terrorise her for the whole thing and he kind of gets off on that. Granted, we don't really see that because again, poor writing. But it he does mm. touch on it as Sean said. He says, like, I can get him whenever I want. And then he goes back to terrorising Not very really well, to be honest, but
1: um yeah. Yeah, no, I did, I, I did think there was a good sort of cat and mouse when she, when she keeps on when she keeps on getting out, and then getting back in. And and yeah, obviously it ties into why he took off his mask because he doesn't care. Yeah, and he, he wants to terrorise more because he she he knows that she she can see his face, but it doesn't matter because she's gonna die anyway.
2: I'm not saying saying he shouldn't have taken off his mask, he just just shouldn't have done it there. It should have been a lot later on. It's far too early, considering they were doing such a good job building attention with the pictures, and you, you need at least two more steps before I, you get to that. I just think it's cut. yeah, but then even that is something that you don't
0: see in horror films. Is it like the masks are on and they pretty much stay on?
2: I know, but it had it 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 needed for it to work. It needed to have a point. It needed to to be a moment. So if you take it off and he's fucking horribly scarred or something, or he's like, or it's just worth yeah. it. But not finding Jim from the newsroom—that's the not point.
0: That he's just Joe blogs anybody. I
2: know. But then, if you, if he does all this sadistic stuff, and then you find out that he's Joe blogs from the library, that that's that's a payoff in itself. It's far too early. I'm
1: not saying he shouldn't have done it, and it's well done the way that they do it. But it's too early. It just stretches. I know it's obviously stretches believability. But but like when I mean, you'd you just smash the glass earlier. Because obviously this has not gone the way he thought it was going to, and yet he still persists with his cat and mouse game. I mean, I fair, fair enough, I I understand it, I understand why, and that sort of his character. But the fact that the character is rubbish and not believable in any way, shape, or form just means the believability of of maintaining that cat and mouse just stretches it way too far beyond believability. Okay, so are you going to yeah. give me an answer about what you think at the end then? Because
0: we've circled back around
1: <laughs> the whole thing. So I I. I I told you it
0: was garbage.
1: Even the it end, was... you didn't like the end. You didn't like that it... she killed him. And but what with the corkscrew? Okay, it's been used a million times before. Okay, oh John,
2: <laughs> it's just it's a it's again it's it's a, it's a final cliche in a film of cliches, and it's it's good if you if you just want a, a popcorn film on a Saturday night, that's an hour and a half of. my Johnny's shaking his head <laughs> like
1: oh. no tomorrow though. It, 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 you know what it is? This is a film where it's like if you sat a, a robot in front of what made a robot watch every horror film ever, and then just said, "Just, just make what you think a horror film is." We'll have all these same gimmicks What's in so it. we We'll have all these <laughs> same cliches, and <laughs> and then and then and then, that, then we'll then we'll throw an angle on it. So instead of blind, this lady this is deaf. has been a deaf. very surreal podcast. Been? Or, been? You know, oh you know it. Yeah, that's that's, that's all i got to say about that.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: so I'm going to do it.
0: I'm going to cast the vote. Well... John... Is there another
1: category for this week? No.
2: <laughs> nightmare, cinema, or cinema um, nightmare, John? I genuinely... Although I have a lot of problems with it, I didn't mind it. I really didn't. It's... it's a very honest little effort, granted... I find it very, very flawed, but it cannot in any way go in the nightmare cinema of the films that we've put in there. Mm. I cannot put this film next to The Exorcist and Paranormal Activity and the beautiful Hellraiser. I just can't do it. it is yeah,
0: not a needs to go next to Hellraiser. <laughs> it is
2: entertaining, and entertaining to <laughs> no. a point, but ultimately it is a certifiable nightmare of a film that left devastated. me very very angry and very frustrated
0: devastated johnny, not that I, need to
1: eat johnny this. I know
2: you're on the i know oh. you're on the fence about this one
1: <laughs> this this film this film i'm i'm going to use this i think as a, a barometer for a lot of films this film was worse than the halloween with buster rhymes in it um <laughs> <laughs> I think I mentioned mentioned that last Resurrection is that one yeah I, pref- I prefer my title that's the way they should Halloween, have run Busta it um, Halloween Buster Rhymes yeah. Halloween Buster Rhymes yeah um, yeah this is a certified nightmare it was just not only that I, it's one of the worst films I've oh ever seen oh my god wow <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I just think it is lazy and poor and boring and poisonous for the genre to have f- continued films like this because no one's going to fund a horror film no one's going to be interested in it if you keep making films like this stop <laughs> every every everyone wow I say say <laughs> um, what Mark Mode always says though he does have his flaws and his opinions I believe sometimes uh, everyone involved should be thoroughly ashamed of themselves. <laughs> 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 a- apart, apart from, apart from the, uh, the the leading lady who I thought was very, was good. very good. So yes, for sure. me, I
0: think yes, this is one of the most tense horror films I've ever seen. Agreed. It's not a slasher film as I've said before. Um, I When I was watching it this time, I was actually thinking is this even a horror film? Is it? <laughs> Is it a thriller? Is it a horror film? I, I, I'm. I don't I know. The lines are quite blurry there yeah. with thrillers and horrors, but I wasn't 100 percent convinced that I was watching a horror film.
1: I had a an experience of horror whilst watching
0: it. Can I get to my vote?
1: <laughs> <But Please. laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's nightmares. And for me, I loved it. Like what you said, John. It's not like. It's not an amazing film. It is a popcorn film where you just sit down, you put something a little bit scary on and you just chill out. That's what I expected from it and what I wanted from it. So that's it for this guy for this week, guys. <laughs> Me and John are going to go and bat at each other. <laughs> um, and we'll be back next week for episode five, which John Dunn is cheering. Have you decided already, what I, you are? I
2: already know all the way. Are
0: you going to give us a clue? Um... How- don't say any guesses. No, just give us it- American werewolf. I've just said, don't say it, Johnny. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've got to do the buys. Haven't we? Yes. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Cheers, guys. Bye.
1: Bye bye. I was brutal, that one.